This is the place where sports opinions collide, dead in sports. Loud as hell. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a twofer this week, man. Um, Monday has been one today, Monday, what is it, October 29th. 29th. It's been one hell of a day for in the NFL. Uh, one hell of a, a weekend for Cleveland. A <laughs> um, lot of changes in basketball and, of course, football. Um, so, it was so much happening that FIFO hit us up, and he was like, "Yo, like, we we, we need to we need to double up." So, um, so that's why we're here. So, we're not burying the lead today. <laughs> nah. We all know what everybody's talking about, man. Um, Hugh Jackson and Ty Haley were let go. That was very interesting because in our text thread, right, like mm-hmm. we saw Hugh Jackson get fired first, and then we were all saying that. Todd Haley was kind of clamoring for that job. And, you know, when you watched him on uh, Hard Knocks, you know, it it just you felt kind of that tension between Hugh Jackson and the rest of his coordinators, because obviously he had tenured coordinators and Todd Haley, who was the defensive coordinator. You know, I'm bad with Uh, Greg Williams, Greg Williams. These guys have been around for forever. You know, and they're highly respected in the NFL. And both of these guys should be in head coaching positions. Right. So you kind of felt that 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 push and pull of power and i found it highly interesting that they also let go of ty haley because it's kind of like you didn't why is nah, that? he never liked ty haley you know what ty, ty haley is 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 a problem we saw it last year in in pittsburgh and they blamed a lot of it on big ben well first timeline of course then it trickled down to the big ben and then it became ty haley so when Hugh Jackson or the Browns hired Ty Haley, I was like, well, that's going to be a problem because he wants to be a head coach. And I didn't see hard knocks. That's all I keep hearing about is how they bumped heads. And that's the thing. Knocks. Like, I I watched most of the hard knocks series with the Cleveland Browns this year, and I, for some reason I overlooked it because I'm just thinking, like, you know, they're just, you know, making it dramatic because it's an mm-hmm. HBO show. But, like – Hugh Jackson was saying like this is my team like early on mm-hmm. like early on mm-hmm. like, he was saying this is this is I coach the way I want to coach this to is Todd my Haley? he was saying it to everybody to it was everybody. the whole room yep the, the whole, whole all room. the or, all the coordinators from the offensive yep. line coach to DB defense, coach it, it was like this matter. is my team you get yep. to decide what you want to do when it's your team our team has to get mentally tougher and be able to fight through the shit that we got to fight through we got to change this drastically. And if we got guys that haven't done shit sitting around doing nothing, you know, it, I just don't know how we're going to do it. Well, I respect you saying that. I mean, I used to sit in the same I mean, chair. Joe, Let I'm me finish. Whoa, whoa. Let me finish. I used to sit in the same chair as you guys sat in. And I used to feel the same way. I just want to kill them. Okay. Until all of a sudden I sat in this chair and then they're not there. And you don't get them to practice. And you can't get them through and then you don't have them for three weeks. And I'm not living in my fears. That's real. And I think we all can appreciate that. Anything else? Speak now, baby, all your teeth. Get it out. Anything else? Yeah. Oh, and, and he was also wow. empowering them. Hey, you know, you do what you want with the offense. You do this. You do that. But I'm the head coach. At like, the end of the day, it runs through me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and that's what we were saying earlier, right? Like when when Hugh Jackson about a week or so ago, when he went on that rant after the post game, it's like, bro, we know that. Like, like, why do you continue to do it? So obviously, his power was being challenged, and, and obviously from the or coordinators, he was insecure. Nah, both. it was it to me. I think it was both. 
you brought it up uh, earlier at this point as far as you have too it was it's just too many chefs in the kitchen. Everybody feels like they're a head coach and so or like there's there are a lot more uh ex- experienced in their position mm-hmm. like in their specific like if a defensive coordinator offensive coordinator they do they do so well that we don't need input and then you clashing with the head coach like i don't it was it was so obvious i don't know why i overlooked it you know it's it's interesting because i think last episode you know i brought it up you know towards the end i don't know if everybody made it that far but i was like yeah i don't i, I don't think Hughes is, he was going to make it and you know, when you look at the schedule, you were like, man, he, he can't afford to lose any of these games. He needed to win yesterday. But they also were not playing well, um, even though the schedule was tough. And then they got Kansas City next, and then they got a bye week. Um, so, and, and the article started coming out. So that was it. Like, once they started talking to the media, it, it, it was a wrap. So I, I'm – this, this is one of your black brothers. Go ahead. I know. Give, I know. I give know. him the eulogy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Another one bites the jump. I can't defend three thirty six and one. I can't defend the record. I can't defend the 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 um, Hugh Jackson's tenure as a coach. What I will say is that when I look at this situation, the Browns need stability, obviously. Um, I would have liked to have seen him play out the rest of this year. I've clamored for Hugh mainly because I've always said he didn't have talent. Let's see what he do when he get, when he gets talent. Um, we've seen with Baker, he managed to go two, five, and one, and the kicker cost him what two or three games, at least you know, two, at so, least two. But that record still falls on him. Um, where where Hugh was in trouble is. They fired Sasha um, and elected to keep Hugh Jackson coming into the offseason. Um, the the owner of the Browns liked Hugh Jackson and wanted to keep him. John Dorsey, the GM, wanted Hugh out of there. So this started like in the offseason, in the very beginning, once they hired John Dorsey. So, again, we have to look at the management of this organization, and they were fractured from the very beginning. So, Hugh had to make uh, – what is that manager's name? Hanley or something like that looks good. I'll look it up in a second. So, I, I look there, and then I look, I look at them firing him, and it's like, you know, obviously this is about Baker Mayfield. And they also said that Baker isn't going to miss Hugh Jackson. That's not good either. So I don't know if wow. they talked to him I, I or whatever. That. Yeah, yeah. They they said that he's not going to miss him, but I, I just I just would have preferred to see him just play it out. We know what. How many wins did you think they were going to win this this year? Um, games I mean, under five hundred. Obviously, an improvement for yeah. four between four and eight games. I was going to say between four and six, and saying six sounds high, but I was like guaranteed at least three to four games. So they're they're kind of halfway there. You know, the one thing you want to see is improvement. I and and honestly, we haven't seen it. Like, whoa, we haven't seen it since Baker took over. Whoa, you point What do you consider improvement? Okay, context, right? I, I guess I guess that needs to be my yeah, my whole segment. That's I mean. FIFO's context, right? But when you look at the team, mm-hmm. talent wise, they improved all across the board. 
They're right, still the not roster the, is better. The, the yes. roster is better. They've also played a lot harder. They've pretty much been in almost every, except for like the last two games. Mm-hmm. They've been in every single game, but like down to the wire. Real quick, in the in in the last game, they were in that game early, and poor coaching, poor game management, poor execution cost them of uh, course. a chance to go up. But in but that game. but that's still an improvement over what we've seen in years past, correct? Mm-hmm. So so just overall as a whole squad, to me, they've been better. Now they're not necessarily where we want them to be, but they're the team that we expected them to be, right? Like this mm-hmm. looks like a like 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 a sub five hundred team. Yeah, yeah, and it looks better than years past. So <clears throat> my thing is, is that I'm judging them based off of where they were, mm-hmm. and based off of where they were, you can only go up. And they look like they're way better than what they once were. Now, <clears throat> I think that sometimes, and you know, you know, I guess I have a soft spot for coaches because I've been a coach, and I always feel that you need kind of a year and a half to two years to really, you know, get the team to buy into what you want their identity to be. And I feel that you know, without a without a real franchise quarterback moving forward, last year mm-hmm. they have that now. You know, so this is kind of. To me, in my estimation, was really Hugh Jackson's first year because he has his guy now, right? right? In terms of Baker Mayfield, and we and we seen it as soon as he stepped in, they looked they looked better. And obviously, over the past couple of weeks, the execution, maybe they already got film on him. Maybe he's not as good as we thought he was right now, but he's still he's still improving. He's still a rookie quarterback. Um, it wasn't surprising that they got rid of Hugh. Um, but like you, I would have liked to seen him, you know, coach the entire year because at the end of the day, I think that the job he's done is better than years past. Mm-hmm. And I think that it would have been more fair to comp- to truly evaluate him at the end of the season. Let's see the true progress that we've made because getting rid of him now just goes to show how chaotic and disorganized this franchise is. Mm-hmm. If if we could keep Marvin Lewis for almost two decades up there in Cincinnati, right, he's had a lot of up and down years, mm-hmm. right? But but the identity has been there. How, you know they're going to play hard every week. They have a quarterback. Maybe he's not the prototypical franchise quarterback, but this guy, he gets you to the playoffs. I I just think that it was somewhat unfair, but – from a Cleveland organization is is to be expected. Okay, here's the thing. Most of what you said I agree with, but I think I have more of a pessimistic viewpoint of his situation that he stepped into this season. Um, since the regime that hired him was fired, except for him, that means he has a short leash. That means that the all, just like how um, – when a new offensive coordinator gets into a, a new system and they have a, a old quarterback already there, most likely they want to draft their own guy. They don't really want to be with – you don't want something used. You want to get your own new thing. Um, so he was on a short lease. On top of that, the fact that he still had a job, I think they felt like they needed to see a lot more than even them just improving on last year because he he only won one game in two years. Like what NFL coach has a job after that? Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. So, with so he came into that with very low expectations from uh from us the objective people, but from inside they were looking at you got to get us at least five, especially with this roster how we turned over most of the roster. We got good draft picks. We got a quarterback now that um seems like he's the best prospect that we had in like the last few times we yeah. tried to draft a quarterback. It, it was a lot of hype, and then the way he started out by benching him and not starting him. 
especially the number one overall pick. I, I think that the inside the organization, they didn't say it, but they were probably divided on that. They were like, we don't like where this is starting already, they but but we go, but we yeah, but we're gonna let this play out. We're gonna let this play out. When when um, Tyrod got to, uh, got concussed and Baker came in and won the game. <laughs> when Tyrod got concussed and Baker came in and he won that game, it showed that okay, he should have been. Why wasn't he starting the whole time? It's like these. It's like. But it's, we it's, see it's, it's, why it's, now. Yeah, it's, but it's death by paper cuts as far as his like what he. His decisions making, like his whole decision making, uh, from the time he started this season to where he got fired, has been horrible in my opinion. And granted, you can make a case for why he chose to make those decisions, but the results are what the results are. You know, like as much as you guys, again, as much as you guys say he was competitive in these games, the fact that they lost and sometimes they were up and sometimes they were in positions to win, it was the coaching that you all pointed out to that probably the kicking and the coaching probably lost y'all more games than one. So when you put all that together and you have infighting in your own coaching staff, it's just, why am I, why am I putting all this up for a guy who can, who on average gives me one win a year? But, right. but, but, but see, but the thing is, is that <clears throat> when you start from scratch, right? When, when, when your roster is devoid of true talent, Right. And we're talking across the board. We're not it's not like they had, oh, you know, we got a couple of good corners or we got a good O line, D line. They 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 literally did not have a starting point in terms of the roster. So that's the reason why he only won one game in two years. Let, let let's be honest with that. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, as a head coach, you know, or a leader of an of an organization, a leader of men, a leader of people, you always feel that you could turn it around, regardless of whatever they give you, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, in professional sports, you got to have talent to compete. They just didn't have it. Over the two years, because they only won one game, they had a lot of high draft picks. Therefore, they were able to draft the talent, and we are seeing that. And draft well. And draft that was well. The key. Exactly. Of course, you can't just have, you know, 10 first round picks. They've had a lot picks. of high picks. Exactly. And they never drafted and, well. And they never drafted yeah. well. So, 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 what does that say about Hugh Jackson's eye for talent? What does that say about the previous regime's GM? I don't remember Buddy's name. Sasha. He was the one that didn't pick Wentz and didn't pick Deshaun Jackson. Yep. Right. Yep. And he skipped on Watson too. Yeah. yeah, Watson. That's what I meant. Deshaun Watson. Not yeah. Jackson. So, so you. So, but at the end of the day, the draft picks that were made, we're, we're seeing them. Just like uh, the cornerback Ward. Ward. Yeah. He's one of the best corners in the league, and, and we could definitely say that almost halfway through the season. This guy be shutting guys down. Um, who who's who's their pass rusher? Garrett. Garrett. Miles Garrett. You know, like like we have some real some real was, studs. He was talking shit about the defensive coordinator. Um, you know, after the game, said they should have did what they did in week one. You know, so uh, what does that say about Greg Williams? Exactly. So, so, so I give you points on maybe the best decisions haven't always been made in terms of right in the in in, in the heat of the fire in, in terms of winning and losing games. But I think that the whole organization needs to learn how to win, and you have to go through lumps, especially when you you clearly stated they won one game in two years, bro. Mm-hmm. This this is football. Yeah, no, it's 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 reasonable to expect lumps, but at the same time, the the writing was on the wall. Like he he just didn't seem like he wasn't that type of coach where you go into and you like okay, there's something like there's something brewing here. I trust him. It was always more like. It felt like it was half stepping. It felt like it was just making, you but, know, but 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 you don't think that he, decisions on the fly. You don't think that he deserved 
at least a full season to understand the full scope. No, I, like, I yeah, I agree. And, and, and the reason why I say that is, is because look at their record, right? Like they tied um, Pittsburgh in the first week. They've been in all of those games. Mm-hmm. If they had a real kicker, you know what I'm saying? They would have had a winning record right now. And also, we've all said on this on this podcast, if Baker would have started, we feel that they would have won more games, especially early on in the season, right? Would Hugh get fired if they had more no. wins? And 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 then. And even with that, right, that's why I think that he deserved to, to, to complete the season. And I'm not saying that it was guaranteed that he should have stayed. No, he probably would have been fired. He probably would have been fired. Yeah. But I think that it, it just would have been you could truly evaluate where Hugh is. And if you can bring somebody else, right, whoever is available, that's going to take him to the next step. Right. And I don't necessarily think this fully is an indictment on his coaching. And I know no, that sounds crazy. When it does he's sound crazy. But hear me out. It is. It, it is what it is. Yeah, man. it is what it is. So, but the reason why I say that is I, I'm I'm gonna go again to the organization up top. I'm gonna read you this 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 tweet. I can't even say his name, um, but Jimmy Haslam is the owner, and the Browns owner Jimmy Haslam said he told new GM John Dorsey that Hugh Jackson would return as head coach. That wasn't a decision. I mean, he's the only, he gets the final say so, but there wasn't a debate. And he said he felt like Hugh didn't lose his magic where Hugh messed up. And I feel like this is why I'm, and so the other part to this is that Ty Haley was fired as well. So their yep. infighting is what yep. led to Hugh's demise. The fact that they could yep. not get on the same page. So what they said, and this is the last point, last two points is that what I heard recently is that, they felt like the team regressed and that they didn't like how the team was operating from a leadership standpoint, and that's clear, Ty Haley and Hugh Jackson. Two two things can be true at once. You can be with a bad organization and be a bad head coach. As much as I hear – as much of a bad situation that Hugh was in, it still exposed how bad of a coach he is. Like, I I can't – you can't defend – I don't – I don't think anybody on this table is trying to defend three and thirty six or whatever. Nah, it, it, it like is you, what it is. You yeah. are what you your your record is. Um, I forgot what zero eight eight percent. Yeah, yeah. second worst bad. in NFL history. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like the, with Cleveland, you, there there has to be a chance where you have to really evaluate yourself and say we got to stick with somebody and. That's I guess going into at. going into the next exactly. situ- going into the next Continuity. situation, you yeah. have to love the guy. The next situation, you have to love the guy. Well, so, Haslam and ha- well, because ha- you're gonna have to stay with him for a while. It's yeah, be Haslam a and Dorsey need to make a joint decision. That, yeah, yeah. And, and, and here's the thing, right? Like, when have we seen continuity from the Cleveland Browns ever? From from the head coaching, from the, from the front office, like we haven't seen it. And Six that's the coach reason. Fire in the last. Five years or so. So 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 what the, what does that say? That that whole organization does not know how to win, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of like the, the 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 Cleveland Cavs, and I know we're gonna hit hit head that way too. But just like the Cleveland Cavs before LeBron, right? When LeBron was there as a rookie, right? They didn't make the right roster moves. He drug all of them bum ass dudes to finals to deep playoff runs. And what did he have to do? He had to go somewhere else to learn how to win because the organization failed him. Mm-hmm. Miami, year one, they taught him how to win, and he played with a with, with, with a champion already, right? So he learned a lot from D Wade. He learned a lot from Pat Riley. He learned a lot from the process. He learned a lot from losing to Dallas, mm-hmm. right? And he came back, and LeBron has been LeBron that we know, and, and been a Mount Rushmore guy. 
So I, I say all of that to say is that the Cleveland Browns need, first and foremost, I, I don't care who they pick. I don't care if they pick defensive head coach, this, that. It, you have to have continuity. You have to give that head coach five years, regardless of how bad it looks. It, even if it's another Hugh That's Jackson situation. I, I won't go that far. I won't say five. I would say you have to give him a solid, like the Hugh Jackson, three years. Three, but 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 three. three it should have been three years. Three he should have finished out with this. But season. three is not enough, especially three it, is what, enough with this roster. I I was gonna go there. Okay, okay. I was gonna go there. Three overall is not enough. However, they got the roster to where it is, so I, I would say that's fair, right? But like, let's look at Byron Scott when he took over the Lakers. They were devoid of talent, mm-hmm. and what happened? They had they had the worst like three year, four year stretch of the whole organization's history. Was it because Byron Scott can't coach? Well, I think I think that's the case too because he had young talent in Cleveland, and they and he we ain't talking Cleveland. But I'm just we, saying, I, I'm no, saying that there, there was there was a there was a uh, a sample size worth of what he had. What can he do with young talent? And there's a sample size what he can't do without. But, and but, they looked similar. But 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 what young? Are we talking Kyrie, Deion Waiters, and Tristan Thompson. That's a young. That's young, young talent. Yeah, but 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 Deion. First of all, two out of three of those are champions. Yeah, but 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 for for one reason, his name is LeBron. <laughs> but 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 hold on, Tr- Tristan can play. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not giving I'm not giving no slack to Tristan. And obviously, we know how I feel about Kyrie. Dion was the guy that was questionable, and the reason why I say that is I, I, I've bad said pick by the bad organization. Pick. They could have took Andre Drummond, and then do you know why they say that they wanted to take Dion? I always mention this. You because say because they want to get the ball out of Kyrie's hands. They want they want another ball handler, so Kyrie don't got. It. Are you are you talking about the best, arguably the best ball handler ever in the history of basketball? You don't want him to handle the ball. Get the hell up out of here. So so again, what does that talk about? Mentality, vision, right mm-hmm. for the team. How you want to construct the team? The Browns right now they have a roster that's ready to play against anybody in the league. Let's be honest. I'm not saying that they're better than anybody. The Rams have the best roster at 1-53, but the Cleveland Browns can hang through four quarters against anybody in this league. They just need a coach with with a vision that isn't undermined by the rest of his staff, and, 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 and they can continuously add more talent. And, and and get everybody on the same page. If they can do that, because, because again, they, I think they have the pieces. I do too. I, I like what they have. They got a running back, quarterback. So so so, so so would you take an offensive head coach or a defensive head? Got to go offensive in this league, especially with, with a young quarterback. I would mm-hmm. say this is the best opportunity to go for a young, either like college coach. They're looking at Lincoln Riley, or, obviously because of the connection. Or like they they need to they need to go. And I, I saw this report, um, I think on The Herd, uh, Colin Cowherd was saying that Sean McVay's going to get a lot of coaches fired. Oh, beca- yeah. Beca- because, oh, yeah. Because everybody wants a Sean McVay now. Of course. And, but, and but, I can't blame them because you need some – Baker, I think Baker, especially with this young roster still being like in, in its stages where they're still like – you can see the potential in them being a lot better than what they are. And, they, and like you said, they were competitive this year nonetheless. But you need a, a, a young coach to get to connect hey, with him. Sean is a special talent, though. He's an elite talent. From what I'm Yo, starting he's to hear ex- about him, he's talented and experienced. Like he he yeah, went through. Like, he started coaching when he, like he started looking at uh, plays when he was five. Right, and apparently he has a hell of a memory. So yeah, you know. It's but I'm be- not saying you have to get a Sean McVay, but you have to get someone of that that brings that type of energy and continuity and and that leadership. Yeah, because you can't. To me, like. 
if you if you fight with your coaching staff, like, well, how am I supposed to respect that? Well, that was that's what got Hugh Jackson fired. In in my estimation, I know people are going three thirty six, three and thirty six. Bro, your fight, your leadership. Did he pick out that coaching staff, or that was that placed? I don't on know, him? I, and I meant to look that up before I because before that I got here, if he I, did that, then that means that shows another example of why he's a bad coach. Yeah, because I really wanted to know how Ty Haley got there and who made that. Decision. I want my main thing is Greg Williams but more I than Ty it. Haley because to but, me it makes sense with Ty Haley since he just left Pittsburgh and yeah and he, and, he knows and, so the division. Far, and so far the Browns always picking up from the division. Like if you look at the Bengals roster, you can of course there's some course. on the Browns. Um, but, I, I but, just, but that's why I, you know, like I know every. It, it's easy to look at the record, and I and I and 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 I understand everybody want to look at the record. To me, I look at the 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 owner and the GM was split on whether to keep him. That's strike one and strike two. You can't fight with your coaches, bro. And you and from hearing what you guys were saying about his insecurities as the head coach. Realizing that he had Ty Haley and Greg Williams there, and he was trying to, you know, basically plant his flag, that didn't help. And then they had differences and and disagreements in how they wanted to use use Baker. Like when when you have that type of of discord with your coaches, and you guys can't agree, and you're the guy, then yes, it's gonna fall on you. That's bad leadership. That's bad coaching because you can't coach the people underneath you. If Ty Haley, if they would have retained Ty Haley, then it's a different story to me. But the fact that Ty Haley was also kicked out, that, that, my, that tells my me main something. thing is that they, and like FIFO said earlier, they should have just let him play out this season because to me, it shows way more dysfunction. Like if you fired him at the end or you fired him beginning, you look like a good organization nonetheless. Yep. If you fired him in the middle, right before two weeks before your bye week, anyway, like yep, I can understand right. even if you fu- fired him on your bye week, but you play in Kansas City, arguably the number one team in the league, and you and you're putting your rookie quarterback in that situation. It, I, but but here the dysfunction baffles me. Like it, 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 it does, it does. But I think that. If you were going to do it, and I don't agree with doing it in the middle of the season, but if you're going to do it, I think you do it right before the bye week so that way you give that coaching staff, the new coaching staff or whoever is getting promoted or shifted around, an extra week to prepare. Because you don't want to just get them in the, in the thick of the fire. Like next week, boom, we, we got a whole other you know, team to play. So, so even though I, I don't agree with the firing <clears throat> in the middle of the season, because like you said, it, it highlights the dysfunction. Like, and... and, and not just for this coach firing, but like the overall team dysfunction, the organizational dysfunction that are the Cleveland I've Browns. I've never seen two coaches get fired back to back. Like, it's, and, and, and then, and then, how often do you see the head coach and the OC get fired like that? Like, it, it's it's weird. Like, I I just it's childish. It's, it's, it's extremely. So, it just looks childish because it, it doesn't look like a professional ran mm-hmm. organization. And I think, look here. Here's the thing. Every the the beautiful thing about sports is winning cures all, and and e- you can be dysfunctional today and be a great organization tomorrow, and it has to start somewhere. And for me, with Cleveland, you have your quarterback now, you have a talented roster, so now you have to bring in that continuity. You the guy that you bring in next has to be the guy. You have to love him. You got to be da- get down on your knees and bring bring the ring out, and it got to be at least eighteen carats because you got to marry. It's going to be a long marriage, 
And but but to me, the icing on the cake is like it, this: this whole situation is crazy. Yet we still can't come up with a reason or excuse why he like we can't not justify a fire. Like we knew he was going to get fired anyway. It was just like yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just we just don't like the fact how he got fired. Of it's, course. And and, and and this is extremely hypothetical. And I know it's a if, and you know we get drunk off of ifs. Um, but what if? Hugh Jackson was able to, you know, reel off four or five wins in a row because 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 I, I I don't know maybe you guys would disagree with me but I, but I think they're talented enough to win three four games in a row. They should have won five. They should have they they should have yeah. won five games. Right? Yeah, I think they could have. This was a I mean I have to pull up their their schedule, but this was a tough part in their schedule. Like they came know, out they came out early against like the Saints, uh, yeah, I think the Steelers. Like, what like do you what 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 have I said in the past on this show? everybody has that whiteboard where you go and you write your expectations on that board of what you expect from this season. And, you know, I, I don't know what their expectations were, but I'm surely, surely thinking they weren't thinking they were going to go nine and seven with Tyrod Taylor. No, nah, I don't think, I don't think anything over six wins. So they still had a chance to get to six wins. They needed to win. To four. me, my main thing was more about the division. It's it's always yep. about the division, especially when you're a rebuilding team. You always have to be more competitive in your division and win some divisional games. Because um, if you win the division, you can go to the playoffs. Just simple as that. So here, NBC Sports has a headline: um, Did Browns execs force Hugh Jackson to hire Ty Haley? So um, it's a video. So I don't. I haven't had a chance to play it. Some of you guys listening may be able to correct us on that, but most of the articles I'm reading is not saying who made the decision to hire him. But if NBC Sports is has a headline like that, I don't think you probably have. You know what I'm actually way. thinking now? I'm thinking, I think that agreement saying, okay, you'll stay on as head coach, but we're gonna we're gonna get the OC, we're gonna get the, we're gonna get your whole staff. You can stay as head coach if you can get along with this staff and make wins with this staff, then you can keep your job for the rest of the year. Yeah. So and and if he had if if he was forced as as they say to, you know, hire him as the coach, then which makes yeah, which makes it sense. Makes a lot it, of ma- sense. it makes sense because of why he felt insecure because it mm-hmm. wasn't his guys anyway, and he yep. had to prove himself every time. Yeah, like I test y'all, let's just pay attention to what's being said um, over the next couple of days. Cause we, we're going to start to hear more and more um, of what went on behind the scenes with with that whole situation. Um, let, let's, let's stay in Ohio, man. Um, uh, we're going to jump over to basketball. Um, this, this happened yesterday, uh, FIFO, is that right? Um, Ty- uh, Tyrone, Tyrone Lou, Ty Lou, Ty Lou. Was that yesterday or today? Was that? No, that, it wasn't today. It, yeah, it was, it was yesterday. yesterday. And then now there's this function with Larry Drew taking over, talking about he's not the interim hey, coach. I don't blame him. No, no, I, I don't blame him either. Obviously, if you're going to take over, a squad that's job. like this. Give me the job. Give me about two years and give me that guaranteed. It yep. is what it is. So I, I I understand. And obviously he's been a head coach previously in this league. That's crazy that Larry Drew can demand that from an NBA team. That's how well, bad. The, you know what, that's man? how bad they are. It, well, it, yeah. It's not, it's not <laughs> Let bad. me go then. Right. Exactly. It's not y'all not gonna sit here and just you know use me as as a patch. You know, yeah. what I'm saying just to get you over the hump. You guys should have kept Tyrone Lou. Just give me if you guys yep. want me, give me the damn job. Because he know because yep. he know those le- those losses are going to be attached to my coaching record. So exactly. I'm, at least let me get paid for them. Else. Exactly. Right. Make me the coach. Make yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent. So, um, but go ahead. But Larry Drew is is you, we pro brother on the show, right, Ken? <laughs> we are pro brother. 
Yeah, but let's, let's that means be you honest. About to be anti, <laughs> but but let but I'm, look, we we the records pro brother, are what they are. Real. Exactly, the records are what they be. are. Let's be honest. Larry Drew was pretty decent in Atlanta, but mm-hmm. Coach Bud took that team uh, an, an extra step further, right? So le, le, Larry Drew's all right, but he's obviously not the answer. You know, and, and and trying to rebuild, trying to get somebody that that has a vision. I just I don't think he's the answer. I think Larry Drew is more of a guy that is better fit for a more stable situation. Right. And okay, so I'm I'm glad you added that part because I, I hark back to last year when Lou got sick and they were rocking and rolling under Larry Drew. Mm-hmm. And he a stepdaddy coach. Hey, and, and, and I felt that he ain't, he ain't full-time dad. He a stepdaddy coach. That they shouldn't have brought Lou back, and they should have let Larry Drew continue to to let to uh, run that whole thing. But Lou came back, and as soon as Lou came back, they started to struggle. So, um, but so that speaks to the stability part you're talking about. Like you have LeBron James, and you have a bunch of veterans. It's probably a lot easier to coach that. This ain't it, bro. Like. Colin Sexton, people are kind of wish-washy on him. I'm I like hearing. him. I don't care what nobody I, I like him, too. I do, too. I just think it, it's that whenever LeBron leaves, he obviously he's a system – but Cleveland has been bad for so long that they don't have a system. Like they don't, yeah. they don't have, they didn't have an identity before LeBron. They didn't have one afterwards. And so twice we're seeing that twice now. Yeah, and and Cleveland's record shouldn't surprise anything. What 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 should surprise people? What Tristan Thompson said, but we're gonna act like he never said what he said. Well, we all laughed at it anyway. We, didn't, <laughs> we took it as a joke. But every so. time they lose a game, man, it, I just see that headline. It just pops in my head. But, Some people um, still had them going to the playoffs, and I was, I told y'all. <laughs> They the lottery pick again. But yeah, did I, you guys hear why Lou got fired? No, I didn't. I didn't hear. Or so see that. apparently, he. <laughs> I don't know what's up. Lou, Lou, Lou. It's a lot of uh, insubordination going on. But Kobe Altman wanted them to play the young guys. Oh yeah, yeah. He wanted yeah. to take Corver and J.R. Smith out of the yep. rotation. He he not one. Yeah, he told Lou to take him out of the. Out no, of no. The matter matter of fact, Kobe Altman told. Corver and J.R. Smith that they're out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Oh, he went up to the players directly. To the players yeah. or to the agents, however. But he told the players, yeah, you're yeah. out of the rotation. Yeah, the players knew. And then they got smashed, and then Lou put them back in the back in the rotation, and he out of there. You know, so do you guys fault Lou for doing that? No, because at the end of the day, you know, I like I think that how the rotation is ran, that should be up to the coach. But Altman's the boss. I understand that, but Altman Altman picks the 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 ingredients. He doesn't cook them. I think mm. I got another I take know, on man. that. I got another spin. I think Lou sabotaged himself. I think he was just how like, you, how you figure that? I think he wanted out. And even if you want out, that you don't like this shouldn't get you out. You know what I'm but saying? But I'm saying, but if he was, but if he was told directly, or like the players probably came up to him. They, if if it's coming from up top and you going against up top, you know how it is. Lou trying you can't to, do that. But he's also trying to win games. Exactly. We own six, and he's not trying to to rebuild anything. You know, because now all of a sudden, what are people going to say? Like we know what it is. But Lou's also like, man, I can, I don't need LeBron to coach. Now we know the everybody truth, thinks that. But <laughs> Lou's also trying to prove that he can win without him. You know, but but but, but but here here here's the thing, right? Like I think that as being the boss, as, as being the GM, 
you have to have a vision for the squad, right? Both you, the owner, and the head coach have to kind of be somewhat on the same page. Yep. And going into the season, Kobe Altman needed to have the vision, hey, we're going to rebuild. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? That means that veteran guys aren't going to play. More than likely in the first 20 games, 30 games, these guys are going to be traded for assets, right? Mm-hmm. So so if this was what was communicated at the beginning of the season – and then it comes down, hey, we're always six, play the youngins. And then Lou kind of goes against that. Damn, Lou, like you knew from the beginning that this was going to be a rebuild job. And if you right. didn't want it, you could have stepped away. You could have just simply resigned. Yeah. I, I kind of had that same feeling you did, uh, um, Nick. You know when I when I first started, no, nobody before, before I he, saw about the because he was one of the only five coaches in the league, right, with a, with a ring. So once them losses get added, like if he wants another head coaching job, he doesn't he doesn't need all them padded losses on his record. Nah, but people people so, would have understood. Like, yeah, you're not winning. Games you're not winning nothing with that without, roster. Without and love LeBron. is out again, as he always is. Yeah, for about a month, so it it, it, it gets even worse. So Lou probably is in the best situation um, to to get out of there. So, but here here's the thing too. This is why I also understand why as an NBA head coach you don't resign. It's a guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. It don't matter how much money you got on there. You get fired, bro. You getting all that money for all yeah, those years. Yeah, he chill on the couch. Yep. They, aren't they still paying um, Mike Brown? <laughs> nah, they probably, it's probably a wrap for that. But no, they were playing they like was four pay- head coaches they at They was one paying point in time. Mike Brown. He yeah. was, he was, wasn't he working with the Lakers and still getting paid mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. – I'm like, man. Yeah, man, no, no, that's sweet. I think, I, think, I think Mike Brown is still getting paid by the Lakers when he went to Golden State. Like so, so hey, Mike Brown's his agent is a legend. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, they him and Mike Brown both got dope. So what do you do if you're Cleveland? They're zero six, probably zero seven by now. If they were playing tonight, I don't know. Um, Frank the Tank. Do you <laughs> just, just well, tank. obviously yeah, you definitely tank. tanking now, and I think Altman is is doing that. But you got yep. Sexton. Uh, Shetty looks like he can play. Um, and who else they got? Jetty's a, a rotational player. You talking about is, young he, guys? Yeah, he's a rotational player. Is, is Tristan still young or is he? No, nah, Tristan's a veteran. He's a veteran he's now. A vet. Yeah, he's a vet. Uh, yeah, I just, I just sex him. That's right, because that they really didn't have roster. any, 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 uh, they don't oh, Jijic. Who? The center. Oh, the center. Come on, man. I mean, I, so at I, this point, just give Sexton all the minutes in the world. See what the boy is. But you got to bring him along slowly. Well, I mean, he, just get him in. Obviously, they don't have a system, so they're not going to have a system this whole year. Just let him uh, develop as an NBA player. It's just he, more dysfunctional. Nah, bro. it is. It is, and and it's so crazy that it was literally both squads like in the same weekend that all of this happened. But um, okay, so let me let me go down the roster. They got Jordan Clarkston, Sam Decker. Ah, I like yeah, Sam Decker. Channing yeah. Fry, George Hill, John Holland, Rodney Hood, Cal Corver, Kevin Love, Larry Nance, David Nwaba, uh, Seti Osman, uh, Billy Preston. Don't know who that is. Colin Sexton, J.R. Smith, Tristan, and Zizek. Okay, so I like Osman, and I, I like I like Hood. I think Hood was got a bad rep last nah, year. I, I, well, we'll see. I think he wasn't. He just not. He wasn't used to playing with LeBron. So I, I think the young guys. That he wants to see are Clarkson and and Nance and of course obviously uh, Jetty and Sexton. He, he he here's the thing when when I look at this roster, what my GM hat tells me is there are quite a few people that we need to move on from. <laughs> for, for, first off, and there's no particular order, but these are the people that I would move and I would try to get pieces back in return. Tristan, mm-hmm. because Tristan doesn't he don't move the needle. 
Tristan moves the needle on a competing team because of the offensive rebounding, the defensive rebounding, the the fact that he can guard, you know, he can at times, you know, guard on a switch, a three. He mm-hmm. could guard fours, he could guard fives. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that is definitely valuable for a team that's trying trying to make a playoff push or a championship push. Uh, JR, likewise, you know, he, he's off and on, but a squad like Golden State, you know what I'm saying? A squad like, yeah, I don't really have another one that's coming to mind like that, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Houston, you know what I'm saying? Houston could take JR do and, you, and, and do something with him. The names you're mentioning, I don't know what who, what team would want either one of those guys, though. Well, like, that's up to like Kobe the, Altman to find somebody. That's exactly, crazy. and and there's gonna be team like like look let, 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 as far as contending teams. That's what I mean. But but oh. but 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 there's still gonna be teams that feel that they can take Jr. and they and he can help them. There are teams out there. I, again, not not a whole bunch of them are coming to mind because it is it's gonna be a small group. Damn of Damn sure ain't gonna be the Lakers. <laughs> no hell no. Oh no. <laughs> uh, somebody else, obviously Kevin Love. I, Kevin Love, I I still think is very valuable in this league. I don't think I I think you using take very out. I think I he's you valuable. Okay, fine, valuable, fine, valuable. I know Corver's on that list. Yep. I was surprised to hear you say Love though. Yeah, you got you got to move on from Love. I think Corver goes to the Lakers. It's possible. I actually thought about that. Cor- Corver's on a on a on a vet minimum. Like it, you know, it's easy. It, it'd be easy for. Cleveland to just wave him and he'll sign with anybody, mm-hmm. you know. So, so that you know, it is what it is. Um, I do like Sam Decker. Um, I don't think that Jordan is Jordan. Let me let me pull up their salaries. Okay, I got I got to see how much money they're making because that Jordan, that also dictates yeah. like who and where can I they think can Jordan move. Jordan's on a friendly salary though. But I yeah, think. but I I think o- overall what you're just looking at the makeup of that roster and saying okay, these are the guys we got to jettison, you know and Whoever, you, however it, it happens, it just needs to happen. Or guys that you would move on from, like it's it's kind of hard to figure out who would make what move. So 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 Jordan Clarkson is making twelve and a half. Um, so he definitely needs to be moved. And you can see here here here's the thing, right? When you when you're in a tanking situation, you're gonna take back bad contracts. Because because it don't, it don't matter to you, right? Like mm. you you want to be bad. You don't want to have talent. You know, you want to be able to give the guys that that you want to progress the time on the court. So to me, you 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 trade uh, Jordan Clarkson. It really don't matter what you get in return, as long as you get at least a, a first round pick in the future. Uh, obviously, Kevin Love he make he's making twenty one point one seven million. But he's supposed to be that that piece. Like they gave him that contract because they knew LeBron was leaving. Yeah. Of course, but but that Chris Bosh contract. But here's the thing, though. Can K Love and he hasn't proven it? Can K Love carry the squad by himself? K Love is a bum. He's, he's I don't he's think a he's a bum. I, I don't think he's a bum. I just think that he's the third best guy on a championship he, squad. He, he, his numbers are empty calories. No, his numbers are full empty calories. I think him playing in Cleveland damaged him to play that Bosch role. Wasn't something he was suited for, and he's definitely shown he can't recover from it. Well, he physically he's been all over the place, and yeah, I mean he's been hurt, but and hey. he's and he's always put up great numbers, even in Minnesota. But they didn't; he's never took that team to the playoffs, but and he, they've had all the draft picks hey, in the world since. He, he a champion now, though. <laughs> yeah, he, he he made the right moves, man. He did. I, I put it to you like this: Now Cleveland would do it all this over twice over. Do 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 you think that K Love improves Houston? 
if somehow, some way they can they can pull that off. No. Nah, he's no. a defensive. They got Houston at this point a lot of problems. At this point, Jimmy Butler is Houston's best. And I don't. And even though I think those, I don't know about that. I think so because they need a uh, mm. like if you if they got Jimmy Butler, they lost Trevor Ariza, placed him, replaced him with Jimmy, and they lost uh, Mbamute and placed him with Carmelo. I think both of those players are upgrades you, you, on those. Positions. You know what? You need to keep Carmelo off your list. I'm bro. just telling. You, I'm just saying. You really do. I'm just saying if they got Jimmy, the players that they lost and the players they got back are those not two better players than the ones they lost? If, if you're talking Carmelo, I mean. If you're talking K Love is a bum. Carmelo ain't a bum? Carmelo's a bum? Now he is? Nick. Alright. He ain't the same, bro. Carmelo's not a bum. I'm not saying he's an all star or he, just, even just, a star. Just, 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 just like he's they, a solid just player. Just like they should have went with Eli, huh? Yeah, nah, bro. I didn't say they no, I didn't Nick, say I, they should have went with Eli. I held you, on you, to Melo for a minute. It, it and they'll tell you, I I used to try mm-hmm. to, to cape for Melo. Nope. I had to let it go, bro. I had to let it go. Melo's not a I bum. Just, Y'all I be just, hyping. Y'all just hate Melo. Nah. No, no, I, I, I no, love Melo. Nah. No. I love Melo. I don't feel the love. <laughs> Look, I, I know you don't feel it because you know what? Melo's in the league two years, three years too long. Okay. It's, it's, he he should have retired. Man. He should have retired. It's tough. Melo was I, I put it to you. know when Melo messed up? Well, he took all that money in New York and didn't go to Chicago. Chicago was a better fit for him, even though I obviously hindsight. Chicago would have been a horrible decision. He that nah, that team I, broke I down literally the year after. Of course, that. the injuries. But but if we look at it, and everybody obviously we always think that everybody's going to be healthy, right? We can't mm-hmm. predict the injuries. Injuries happen, but we can't predict them, and we can't predict the severity of them. However, the fit. He didn't fit in New York. No, but he but he's the he's the guy that you like. He's the, he's a loyal guy. He wanted to stay with the Knicks. That's no, an organization. That was a money grab. Exactly. It wasn't a money grab. It was. Yes, it is. It wasn't just a money grab. It was. Be, it was his. It was the team that he wanted to go to. That's the only team he's wanted to that's go to outside of, of Houston. It. That's the but, only team I've ever heard him say. No, I want of to go course, to. of course, because he's from there. I get it. However, if it's about basketball, then it's not about money, and you leave money on the table, which is why I said Paul George was primarily about money. It yeah, wasn't about that was winning. A money grab too. You know, you, said, you didn't read that article that came out about Paul George and yeah. the events of how him staying in uh, OKC over going to LA. Yeah, I read that. But 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 at the end of the day, when you are a free agent, that means you are free to select your team that you're going to play for. Correct. However, the way that the NBA is structured, you are going to take less money by not staying with the team that has your bird rights correct so if if i have team a and team b team a can pay me 20 more million than team b what are you gonna do not we've seen it in the nba nine times out of ten the basketball player is going to take the more money which is why the contracts are structured in the way that they are so that way that the hometown team because you know how we were talking about um small market teams right Right. Oh, and you were saying that OKC should should possibly give up uh, four first rounds for uh, Jimmy as well, or offer something, or offer something. Yeah. And a small market team cannot do that. You know why? Just like you said, they cannot attract free agents. First of all, you have to be able to draft guys, progress those guys, and then you'll be able to attract free agents. But if you give up four first round picks over eight years. What like OKC is going to be? Look at look at the Brooklyn Nets and the Brooklyn. Mm. That's a major market. 
and they still struggling. They they, they look okay now. They're because, starting to recover. Yeah, because the GM was able to pull off some moves just because of some unfortunate situations across the league, and they were able to capitalize on that. But yo, like like they're not in contention. They're not even really. Can we consider them a playoff team? But now they starting to get talent. And how many years did it take them to do that? So so, yeah. so but, okay, but my my reasoning for giving up those picks, just like why Houston's reason for, to give up those picks is we're a good team. We've been a good team for a while. So those draft picks, we're not picking in the top five, see, top ten anymore. But, but it's you, bottom. To be honest, if if you're picking outside of the top twelve, top yeah, basically top twelve, top ten, you're not you're picking on a you're grasping at hope. Well, that's as far why they're going to turn the deal down because they feel that they're going to be picking. Close to the second exactly. Round anyway. So it's like so. Then those picks that you're the K, you're not getting any more KDs, Russell uh, Westbrook. You're not getting any more James Harden. You're getting the uh, uh, you're hoping you, you get hope a you, find a, you get a Draymond. Yeah, you, or you hoping you get Jimmy Butler or Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm so, but I'm just saying, like, so it, at right now, this is OKC's win. Russ ain't getting no younger. His knees is getting like he's getting yeah, that Kyrie but, treatment. But, but in a so small market, do what you can. But in a small market, you cannot leverage your future because if you do that, you will not recover because you have to be able to draft your guy and then you can pay him thirty to forty million dollars more than any other. But team. I'm saying. At, so right now, Russ, what he last year did he sign that two hundred million dollar contract? Oh, Russ, yeah, yeah. Russ so Russ is gonna be there for a while. Paul uh-huh. George signed with four well, both years. Both of those guys so, are in the thirties. I'm just saying, but at least you get to see them in all the way down to their swan song. No, and I understand that, but think about it. And right? then two years later, you gonna re, you gonna restart. But, but 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 think about it like in a in a five year period, right? After five years, or within that time frame, in the next five years, they're going to move on from both of those guys. It, it, it's it's just the truth. It's how it's how it goes down, right? Russell has already had three knee injuries, right? His back pa- hurt. His back is hurting. He's getting older, and he's a player that relies solely on athletic ability. He got two, three years <laughs> max, max, right, to play at this level. Then yeah. he's going to decline. And he I should think, he should stop because it's it, he the more he keep going, the worse it's going to get. Yeah, but 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 he don't know how to play. No, he other knows way. one way to play exactly one thousand percent. Real quick, as an aside, I. I, I forgot what podcast I was listening to or what I was listening to, but Russ wasn't this guy that he is now. They said every single everything you see with Russ, he developed. They said he wasn't even that athletic. Yeah, no, nah, he was. They dumb. said he, he built all that. He was up. dumb skin. I remember when he came in. He they was said dumb this skinny. is all self taught. Like he made himself into this star, and that's why at some point it's just gonna go off because it's not a natural thing for him to do. Mm-hmm. So 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 when you and and that's why sometimes Nick, me and you, and I be looking at you. I'm like, man, like, what are you talking about? Because when I put my GM hat on, it's not just about now. It's not just about the history. It's about what's what 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 is your vision for the future, right? And at the end of the day, when we look at Paul George, Paul George is a number two, and Paul George lost a little something with that injury. That, yeah, it, you know, what I'm saying? he's not the same. He's great. None. Of the, hey, he recovered. He still get you thirty. He could win your playoff game. Pre injury, Paul George. Oh yeah, that was a different guy. That, he was going toe to toe with LeBron in the playoffs. Forty points. Can't guard me. Dunking on everybody. He's not that guy. He he's jelly. He's not jam no more. You know what I'm saying? So so when I look at a five year window, there, there's no way I'm giving them my first round picks beyond five years. But what are those picks going to really do for your team? Because like what? Who have they drafted? At, what was their What was their la- the last superstar they had was what James Harden was that the yeah latest? they dra- they drafted was the, he the, the last the one or was Russ the, the last one no James was the last James. one so since James or oh, maybe Ibaka mm-hmm. was the, one, the last one too but they've had high picks though. exactly they drafted That's what Stephen I'm, but I'm Adams saying, Stephen Ad- okay Stephen Adams but Roberson 
which is a nice role player, you know, championship role player. Let's be honest. I'm just saying, right? But those, so, but those but, are not move. Those players are not moving no, the needle. Of course, right? Yeah. But but what I'm saying though is, is once you once Russell diminishes and you move on, and Paul George diminishes and you move on, we're talking about drafting in the top ten again. So there. So how am I going to be giving that's up two, those picks? And that's two years after that. If you were to give, I'm just saying, if you were to give a four, because that's what the offer was. No, no, of course. If you were to give, just two years later. But, that's but, it. No, but you, but you. But that is a small market. There's you cannot leverage. Why, 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 why do you think that Indiana held on so long? Well, Paul George, because they know Larry Bird said it. He says in this market, there's no way that we could just let Paul George walk. We have mm-hmm. to get something in return. This is Indiana. Who? What? What guy that is nineteen to twenty five saying, "Yo." I want to go live in Indiana. I want to go live in OKC. Who? Millionaire? Multi-millionaire? We talking about 20 million, 12 million? Come on. No, no. And it's not just the big lights. You want lifestyle. Not everybody's like that. Because otherwise, Russ wouldn't have stayed. But Russ is treated like a king. I mean, you you don't think Paul George didn't have a a bunch of chalices full of (laughs) whatever? Paul George wanted to win. No. No. Ken, you're going against everything we were just saying. Paul George wanted the money, which is why he stayed. No, in he OKC. wanted the money now, but I'm talking about in in Indiana. At- if he wanted to, if he wanted the, if he wanted the money, he would have stayed in Indiana. If he wants to win, that's why he left. No, 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 no. That's why we had that whole conversation. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The same wait, wait, money, no, no, he wanted exa- to go to L.A. He wanted to go to L.A. However, he stayed at OKC because the same money that Indiana could have signed him for is the same money OKC signed him for. Whenever a player gets traded, the bird rights goes with that with player. With the team. So what the fuck happened in Indiana? I'm trying to remember. He just said he, he said he wasn't going to resign. Yeah, he said he was going to resign. He was going to leave as a free agent. Yeah. And so that's why they had to move him. So that's the reason why they traded him. They got Victor Oladipo and some other stuff in return. But that goes against... So you saying the, the only part, the though. only so how the, does that wait, wait hold on hold on Nick how does that go against the money part Ken because if he was going to leave as a free agent how was he going to be able to get as as much money as a free agent he at, wasn't w- he was going to leave more money on the table however he still had the opportunity to leave and what did he do so then so then he didn't want to go to L A in the first place then if that's the case. No, what I'm saying to, is it sounded like he 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 was but there there's a reason That's what I'm saying. What is the reason he why he didn't go to LA? Indiana. Yeah. The, first, it, first of all, okay, let me let, 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 let's go step out. by step. He was in Indiana, contract year. He goes to Larry Bird in the organization, says, I am not re signing. You right. better trade me to get something in return because I will not be coming back here. So he was he trying to strong haunt Strong arm his way to L.A. at that point? Yes, because the player has leverage, right? I want to go to L.A. and get my money, so trade me there. That's my preferred destination. And then you'll get something in return. You already know I'm not signing. So well, they, exactly. they didn't trade nobody for him. Exactly. They won up so, him, yeah. So, because the Lakers wanted to sign him in free agency. They didn't want to give up any young talent. They didn't want to give up. Exactly. They didn't want to give up the Ingrams and, the, and, 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 all, of that, and right. all of that, right? they had a feeling we were going to get him anyway. Anyway, so... The Indiana Pacers, in turn, said, you know what? We'll trade you to OKC. They got Victor mm-hmm. Oladipo in return. Now, Sabonis, as a free agent, players, yeah. right, and Sabonis, as a free agent, Paul George, had, Paul George had all the opportunity to sign with any team he wanted so to. So he could have left. So he could have. So then it came back it, to 
L.A. versus the money. And, and what did he pick? Money. He picked the money. And how many players picked the money over the situation? He's, they all do. Dang, he went full mellow. But if, but if you they say all do, but if you saying if you saying that Paul George was gonna go like y'all were saying that he was saying he wanted to go to L.A. even while he was in OKC. No, he wasn't saying that the media kept asking him about that. No, I'm saying you guys were thinking like he was still going to L.A. while he was still in OKC. right? No, you think so. As soon as he went to OKC, you knew he was staying. I thought he was staying for two reasons. Number one, the money. Number two, they actually have a star there, a legitimate star. They had an MVP. What, what, What did the Lakers have before LeBron? A whole whole bunch of young guys that you don't know what they're going to pan out to be. There's no guarantee there. And everything was saying that he was liking. So I'm just, I'll just go by the report. So, and and they were saying that he was liking Russ. Yeah. And then, and then, then let's be honest, right? Like if you look at OKC versus the Lakers, where was he going to win more? OKC. And where was he going to get more money? OKC. So then why the hell am I going to go to the Lakers? And went to the playoffs first year there. Right. So 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 why why go to the, like why go to a situation that is there's more questions than answers in OKC I know first and foremost we're gonna play defense I know I got a big traditional big man down there that that's leading the league in offensive rebounds so that means we get even more possessions I know I'm playing with an MVP that averages a triple double and Melo's gone and Melo's gone Melo wasn't the reason they would if the, if Melo was still on that team they'll be get out of they'll be six and zero get out of here. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I, I we we broke all of that down to say that nine times out of ten, NBA players are going to choose the money over almost anything else. Almost over anything else. Let's be honest. Let's look at the history. People are taking the hometown contract. And you can look at Melo. I mean, it's documented now. Like we we know the stories. You know, after all these years, Melo had a shot. Like he, it was supposed to be Melo and not Bosch, and Melo took the money. It, you know, and he decided to stay. They had this whole thing orchestrated and planned out, and Melo went against it. So they went and got Bosch, and Melo's still without a ring. We don't know that the season's still young. <laughs> <laughs> As of right now. Um, let's jump to Tampa, man. Um, Another guy I was right about. I mean, what are you one for twenty? <laughs> I'm, I'm about. I might be four for four. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, man. <laughs> My main one was the skins was going to be the top of the East. Uh, Jameis is washed and he's been the, washed. The, the Saints. And then Fitz, Fitz Magic. Hey, he almost. All right, so, he almost so, so let me preface this by saying when we were sitting here shooting and recording, we sat down on that table. We had just finished recording the podcast. We sat down on that couch. I looked up two for four, 27 yards or whatever he had. Interception. I told FIFO, I said, they're going to bench Winston. They're going to go back to Fitzpatrick. And I'll be damned if that shit didn't happen. I said that shit while Winston was still playing. He did. And then what did I say? I took it a step further. I said if Fitzpatrick won the game, this is the last time we saw Jameis in a Tampa Bay uniform. Now, here's the yeah, thing. he jumped out the window. No, no, I'm not jumping That's out not the really window. That's not really jumping out the window. I disagree he, with that. He, even ahead. though Fitzpatrick didn't win the game. The fact that he got him. I think that, yeah, he, he got him in position to win the game. I think that it's about to be a wrap for Jameis in Tampa Bay. I really do. Because here here's the thing, right? And, and early in the season, what did I say? If Fitz Magic is playing, you play him. If Fitz Patrick is playing. Fitz Tragic. Okay, well, okay, we got Fitz, Fitz Magic and Fitz Tragic. And Fitz okay. Tragic. <laughs> if, if we have Fitz Magic, right, Jameis is the starter. You bring him back. You see what he does. If he struggles like he has, 
you bring back Fitz Magic. But if Fitz Magic looks like Fitz Tragic, then Jameis is the guy. He finishes the season. Then you decide you on play, it. You can't, can't go back and forth. Yeah, you, you can't no, go no, back and no, forth. No, I feel they, you. No, they, no, 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 no. I, I feel you. Fitz, Fitzpatrick, this, this, this is his job for the rest of the season. It, it, just, it, it, it is what it is, right? I think that Jameis is done in Tampa Bay. I've been telling y'all that since the beginning of the season when I, he was suspended. Look, I, I told the story to show that I'm not hard-headed. I'm not hard headed. I'm, I, I can look at. Oh, it takes him to get in bed. Yeah, benched. I mean, I, I can look at it, but like, yeah, I don't think this is going to play out well. And 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 part of the reason why I was saying that is, let, let's be clear. I still believe in Jameis Winston. This has nothing to do with me not believing in him or his talent or his ability to be, you know, at least uh, an above average quarterback. I'm going to go back all the way back to when they fired Lovey Smith, and. You know, Jameis hasn't done his part um, to uphold his end of the bargain to show people he can play. He Now, let me roll a little bit of that back. This season he hasn't. He has improved every year in the league up until now. Um, I didn't like the way he looked in the postgame. He looked like his confidence was shot. No, I can't really. I just know I got to take care of the football. Uh, I got to fix it. That's, that's really all. I got. I just can't turn the ball over. I gotta fix it. I think I just got. Like I said, I just gotta fix it, man. Uh, I just can't play like that. What has to change is I just have to get back in the drawing boards, and uh, and start executing. I'm executing. I just can't turn the ball over. Uh, it's my fault that we were in that position. I'm definitely the reason why we came up short uh, with this game. I can't turn the ball over. Uh, not four. Not one. Not two. I I, I need to give myself uh, a chance to win. I just know that I have to fix this problem, and uh, and I will. But again, there's no excuses. Uh, I just gotta eliminate them. My uh, my turnovers have been a big factor, uh, and, and I and I uh, play this season, so I gotta eliminate that. He looked like those interceptions, everything was bothering him. So I don't know what's going on with him this season, but he doesn't look like the same guy. But Dirt Cutter is the reason why. Jameis and that organization is struggling. And Dirk Cutter is trying to save his job, and that was part of why I said they're going to go back to Fitzpatrick. Well, I think Dirk Cutter is fired at the end of the season. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Um, he got to go. You, they never should have got rid of Lovey Smith. I, it I, just, I mean, that's that's just more apparent now than ever. Um, it was apparent when it happened, and I said it shouldn't have my, my My thing is with Jameis because he's the he's – the, his faults is, is way more catastrophic than the coach. Because he was supposed to be the future. He's the franchise quarterback. He's number one overall. You expected him to be with this franchise for at least, what, 10, 12 years, 15 years, and now how quarterbacks mm-hmm. are playing. The fact that he came into the game with seven turnovers, seven interceptions, right? Not good, man. And this is, uh, what, is his fourth year? Fourth year. For your fourth year going to it, uh, next year will be his fifth. And then this year was his contract year, basically. You throw four. You throw two. Like then, two of them go for pick sixes. Or no, one of them did. One of them did. You throw four interceptions. Like, and granted, I, I'm, I'm from Cincinnati, so the Bengals they defense is good, but it's not. They're not turning. They're not getting takeaways like that. They're not ball hawks like that unless you throw it in their lap, like how he was doing. It's just to me, 
you guys say he got improved. He improved every year. To me, it was improvement is wins and losses. When you're talking about a quarterback, that's my improvement that I, I mean, judge. I thought off. you like facts, man. You, I mean, you, you're supposed to be the guy to like facts. I'm giving you statistical data. You giving me stats, but I'm, I need. But do they equal a dub? Like I like the the numbers look good after uh up until a certain point. Co- what, what's what's Fever's favorite word so far? Context. That that stuff matters. It, it matters. So and and so and, and, and when and, you throw up big numbers and you get a hot L. That matters too. Tampa Bay. They are a dysfunctional organization. True or false? That's definitely true. So when I evaluate Jameis and that organization. We we can't always just blame everybody just because we don't like the quarterback though. Or like just because the quarterback isn't playing well up to our standards. Like we like it Jared to, Goff. But, but so would you say the Rams were a bad organization when Jeff Fisher was the head coach, or would you just Jeff, say yes. Jeff Fisher was the head was, the, evi- was just a bad coach? We have evidence but, to support it because exactly. to me the Rams, the, all the Rams did was just take out Jeff Fisher, insert Sean McVay, so and everything. Was, so to was that great. point, take out Dirk Cutter, give Jameis a better coach, and what would happen? So we then, the or, so know. then, so then I have to walk that back. So the organization isn't bad; it's just the coach. I well, think no, the coach, no, but, but it start it starts at the organization though. For you know, firing to, him in the first to, place? To make that decision to get rid of Lovey exactly. as they were improving because they felt, this is what they said, yep. that Cutter, they didn't want to lose Cutter and that Cutter had a relationship with Jameis Winston. That relationship was better as an OC than a head coach because mm-hmm. he had then what so did James, other What did Jameis say during that whole transition? Because that's key. Say? He was like a rookie. Yeah, he, but he, I mean, he, but he still can say, like, I, I, I don't want Lovey to leave. Yeah, but 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 what's that going to do? That's not going to do yeah. anything but create animosity with the new regime coming in in terms of the coaching. Yeah, style. Baker's not saying anything about Hugh Jackson. Well, right because now. Hugh Jackson sucks. <laughs> there's, there's no defending you. But at least with Lovey, you say, "Hey, look, we eight and eight. I still give like at least give us all together one year and to make yeah, but, that decision." But but but, here, but here's the he's thing. coming with a lot of draft capital. Well, number one no, can, no, talk, can yeah, talk. and shit. I understand that. As and, and we've think had some can. draft bust before, right? So. You know, and he may turn out to be to not be that guy. Um, but I, I think you know we know that Jameis has talent. We know that he has upside. So what's holding him back? We know is he has bad decision making on 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 the field. But and off and, and, and it was, so it don't help. And, and, and off it he's doesn't just, help. He's just a bust. Like so I, I'm I can't not, make. I'm not, I, I know I you see like him to. In, in I know Pittsburgh. you like to put the cape on for the brothers, but this this is you need to retire. You need to retire as a I didn't, I didn't cape for Geno Smith. A bust, I didn't cape for Jim Marcus Russell. He's a he's a Keely Smith. He's a bust because as much as you say that he's improved throughout his four years, the improve right now he should not be coming in. He only started what three games and he has eleven picks. And he didn't even start the beginning of the season. Like bad stretch. that that not a bad stretch. He's a bad quarterback. Like but you don't I, after four years, you you man. you said three years is who you are you are who you are as a quarterback. We're in year four and he's still making these decisions. Yeah, but but he's also had a lot of turmoil in terms of the organization. So so all, all, look look, I'm I'm not saying that Jameis is the greatest all all time or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I I'm I'm over here my, my look, the the way I believe that sports is ran is that we knew that Jameis was going to be a high turnover type of quarterback, right? Like, we we never anticipated him, you know, 40 touchdowns, four interceptions. We we never thought he was going to be that. Mm-hmm. If he got 40 touchdowns, he was going to throw about 15 to 18 interceptions in, in a year, right? We know that. 
right? We know that about the type of quarterback he is. And you can win with those type of quarterbacks. However, you need to have the vision of how they are going to be ran, the type of offense, right, and the continuity. He hasn't had any of that. And, and to Ken's point, when you took away Jeff Fisher, right, and that rookie year, you Ken himself was like, I don't know about Jared Goff. A whole bunch of people. I know I was one of the very few that said mm-hmm. Jared Goff is the guy. I don't I don't know what's happening, but whenever I see him throw the rock, I, I, I see why he was drafted where he was drafted. And everybody thought I was crazy as hell. They got the guy, right? And now he looks like a damn top three quarterback in the league, right? So so at the end of the day, it, it's really about that relationship with that quarterback and that head coach. And how many times do, do we talk about it on this podcast? I say it all the time. You could tell the majority of the, the, the playoff teams in this league, not just by the quarterback, but that head coach-quarterback combination. Mm-hmm. They have the, If you have a head coach-quarterback combination – you are going to be a top five team in the NFL. It just it, it works that way, and I can't say that Jameis has had that guy. And 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 you and, and to Jameis's, uh, um, you know, to the other to the other side of that, not every quarterback gets that head coach in their career, right? Yeah. And then sometimes you get them later in your career, you know. And I don't know if Jameis is going to be able to survive everything because if we look at the landscape of the NFL, who's going to take a flyer on Jameis? You know what I'm saying? I think maybe Not the now. I think I nobody. Think, no, no. I I, I, I still I think there's teams him, out there. I want to see him in Pittsburgh. Ah, uh, hell no. Yes, I, I, I they got I, too much. They got too much going on already to throw Jameis in there. No, nah, no, they don't. You sh- are you serious? Ben ain't got more than one more or two more years yeah, of that. It, no, I understand. Jameis got one more but year in Tampa. Y'all, y'all acting like we can't draft somebody. That's that's my thing. Is like what quarterback is out there right now that. I would put off drafting my own guy I, I because he's like still this. that good. Look, look, re, re, and Jameis ain't that. I put it to you like this. Jameis is still better than I would say about a third of the league. And to me, better than Eli. They, oh, would, look, they, look they wouldn't Andrew, be one and seven right now. Andrew Luck was trash. What, 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 um, what year? Uh, now I know he was a little bit hurt, but he wasn't looking good for a while. But and Andrew, but Andrew years. Luck has take has shown that he. Even with a bad organization around yeah, him, Bruce Arians. He, he's taken ele- he's but had we- eleven and five teams. He's he's won playoff games. He went to an AFC championship game. Bruce, the coach, Bruce Arians. Okay, but nonetheless, he's shown me that. But what happened with Bruce Arians left? Well, he le- when he left, he left. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. But but coach I'm just, matters. I, in the I hear what you're saying, but for me, it's more about how how much how much time are we gonna waste? Dra- like how much. How much time are we gonna waste? Basically, like uh, I think it's a wash in Tampa. It's like yeah, it's like you just gotta you gotta wash you gotta wash your hands for it's over. Can he be successful somewhere else? Maybe I doubt it. But for right now, he doesn't show that he's a leader on or off the field. And and two, the system that you guys are complaining about, I've seen Fitzpatrick flourishing damn near three times now. Like he's he's thrown up good numbers, and in the Jeff Fisher era, when he was a head coach, we've never seen a quarterback flourish in his system. Shit. To compare him, Steve Nash. Yeah, exactly. I'm about to say. I'm talking about when he was with St. Louis, like with the with the Rams. But like he, 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 he was with the Rams for two years. Nah, he was with them for a while. He was with them for a he while. He was with a while, and they. And yeah. I think they 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 um yeah I forgot how long. But I'm just saying, like the Jared Goff era was uh from. When Jared Goff got there, they were bad, and when he and when they let him go and brought somebody else, they were good. So that tells me it was Jer, Je, uh, Jeff Fisher. With 
Carter, I'm not saying he's a great coach at all, but I've seen a quarterback flourish, someone who beat the Eagles. You've seen a veteran quarterback, he, bro. He, okay, but he's still – is Jameis not a veteran right now? He's been playing in the league four years. That's a vet. That's a vet. When you become league, what, 13, 14 I, years? He's just, played in but multiple he's, he's played in multiple systems, so, so he's systems, seen it yeah. all. But he's but to that me matters. It it matters. It it barely matters because Jameis's potential was way more higher than than Fitzpatrick. I expect a lot more than uh from Jameis than I do for Fitzpatrick. I think we all do. And, and here's the thing, right? Like to, to to Fitzpatrick's point, he he's been a journeyman quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't Jameis be a journeyman quarterback? Maybe, maybe he doesn't realize because black his people potential. don't travel to don't travel well uh, when it comes to. True. We just know in the NFL they don't. But but that's you why only I get say one he chance. Can, he he may not be the franchise quarterback that they draft him to be, but he could at least be an above average quarterback. And he could be a backup. He could be a career backup like that. Like there's a whole bunch of guys like that, right? And 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 let's be honest, it's not like Jameis can't. Play Play this game. I just think that it's a lot. Him, I, I'm not absolving him of of some of the not these turnovers or the way exactly. he's playing this year. No, absolutely I, I'm not, not absolving him of that. He's played. However, terrible. you know what I'm saying. Like he he can he he can be a serviceable backup a lot of places. And like I said, I still think he's better than a third of the quarterbacks in the league. Like like I put it to you like I take him over Case Keenum. I would. I was. Just I, about I, t- to I say take that. him over Case Keenum. You know what I'm saying? There's still about a third of the league. There's about eight to twelve teams. That I think that he could still quarterback for. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it's like I take him over Eli right now. Okay, but that's like saying okay, I'd rather take a a shit a shit sandwich with cheese but over bro, a shit bro, sandwich. Like it's, it's just it, it it's Nick, still a shit a uh, shit sandwich. Nick, like it don't to, matter. You could put cheese on it. No, wait, 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 wait. All the yeah, fixings. Don't, it's you, still, don't you talk about wins? Right, right. Yeah. Like with quarterback. Yeah. So, so you mean to tell me that if Jameis was in with the Giants, they wouldn't have more than one win? I don't know. I can't, I can't tell you that offensive. Have you looked at that offensive line? You had somebody come at you about that on social media. No, oh, I'll, I'll deal with all them. Uh, some, we'll deal with them tomorrow. I'm just saying, like, come on. I don't know. On, I don't Nick. know with that Nick, offensive line, Nick. I'm giving you this. He may not be the franchise quarterback, but the only thing Ralph is saying, the only thing I'm saying is that he can't be a quarterback. I'm just league. saying. That, so, would you say Tampa Bay is a better team than the Giants? Right now. Oh, yeah, I think so. So you're saying you want Jameis, who's already, who already has 11 picks. He came into last uh, to yesterday's game with seven, and he came out with 11, so he threw four picks. You're telling me you put him in New York, and you think he'll be better? Yes. That's what you – I because, can't believe because, that. Because, because here's the thing. New he doesn't York, have Saquon Barkley. Exactly. He, he don't have a guy he could just turn around and hand that thing off to about 15 to 25 times and then throw it to him about another five to 10 times. And then he don't have a weapon. Look, I, look, I like Mike Evans. I like Deshaun Mike, still. Mike Evans is good. Deshaun. But, 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 but they, they ain't Odell. No, they ain't Mike Odell. Evans ain't that far off from Odell. He's top five. Nah. He ain't top five. Nah, he's out nah, the top five. Who, who, top name five. me your five. Name me your five. AB. Okay. Julio. Okay. Uh, uh, Odell. Odell. Uh huh. Uh, let me go. Okay, through. now you are uh, here. We go. No, 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 no. I, I just, I, um, what's in DeAndre Hopkins? Okay. Um, yeah. and now you, now I, you, I, 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 Mike, I, I, is right Mike is right there. Mike is right there. No, no, no. He's top no, no, ten. No. Yeah, he's definitely top ten. But I, 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 he's right out the top five though. I think he's top five. So, 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 I think your list ends with Mike Evans. Nah. He can play. He can play. And now I'm not discrediting his talent. I just don't know if he's like right on the edge of top five. I'm just five. saying he has what he has a he has a top five uh wide receiver, in my opinion. He has a top five tight end, I could say, in my opinion, with OJ, OJ Howard. Um and he has a, a a solid number two wide receiver in Jackson. Like 
without the running game, okay, there's a lot of teams without a running game. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a running game. Uh, Andrew Luck doesn't have a running game. Um, Who else? Luck has one now. Oh, with Mac? Marlon Mac. (laughs) Return of the Mac. (laughs) Cool. But Aaron Rodgers is special. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. No, but I'm just saying there's other there's other teams who don't throw that many. And then you're talking about uh, him over Eli. Eli hasn't thrown that many interceptions like Jameis. But Eli has a history of leading. He has a history. I'm talking about what he's doing now. I'm just saying what Eli has done is lead the league in interceptions. He's done that, but I'm talking about right now. And Eli's a turnover machine too, bro. He is, and that's why that's why I'm comparing them. Because they're both turn turnover you machines. You still love your Giants. You still love Eli. I don't. I don't care for Eli. They. I, I'm. They should move on. I, I was texting y'all. I said that he's gonna get benched at, um, after this bye week. They are gonna put Kyle uh, the, that rookie. But they, well, they shouldn't draft the quarterback. Okay. They are gonna draft the quarterback this season. <laughs> they should have drafted one this season. No, they. They're fine. Yeah. They're fine. They're fine. I'm over here. Look, you over I would here. say uh, right now where I'm at with Jameis is that I, I just want to see him with right now just another. Another organization. What t- this, the Bills? This just not. I, I think. I think Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh ain't don't want to. They already got their quarterback. They drafted that one white dude. I don't oh, know Rudolph. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about him. I, I think you Pittsburgh put, is the type of organization they don't need that from that court. Their quarterback. Oh they already, no, no, no. You put him with Tomlin under Tomlin's rule. Trust me, they, they won't. Tomlin like, might not even be there after this. Tomlin's season. be there, man. They don't fire coaches in Pittsburgh. You know that. Mm-hmm. Be, you it's the first that. time for everything. Nah, you know that. It's um. But I, I think look, here's the thing, and this is why I, I you know, I know I'm pro brother, everybody knows this, listen to this. But some players need black leadership. <laughs> I'm look, I James is from Bessemer, Alabama. I know exactly where this at because I used to date I dated a girl there for seven years. Her her dad stays in Bessemer, Alabama. I know exactly where it's at. I've been there plenty of times. When you're a guy like Jameis Winston and you play, you're in a, a country town like Bessemer, Alabama, and you're black. Everybody cowers to you if you get the world right. You you you're not accountable for anything, and we see evidence of that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and sometimes you need a strong a, another black man to say, "Hey, man, look, these are the things you can't do." You know, because he can talk to you in a way that a white coach can't. I think Lovey Smith was that for him. So taking that into consideration and moving him to somebody like Tomlin, I think he would flourish under that type of leadership and that type of mentorship because he would be able to tell him, look, man, it's much bigger than you. Like we had a big argument on this show, me and Kyle about Jameis Winston and like what he has to realize that whether he wants it or not, he is a role model, you know, for, other black quarterbacks and his actions on the field and off the field don't reflect well on us, right? Or other black quarterbacks coming underneath him. Um, so going to Pittsburgh with his talent, I could see Tomlin riding the ship. Uh, I don't know. You putting a lot of you putting a lot on Tomlin because he got it. Mean, he's still he's still getting his own locker room together. Hey man, and he, he went in with it. We went. In, what what have we heard anything out of Pittsburgh over the last couple of weeks besides Le'Veon Bell? I mean, finally, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. A, a lot of that stuff is media manufactured, man. I, a lot I, of that stuff was coming from the players, flat it, out. Nah, it flat was, out. It, it's the media, man. I, I, you know, the media 
because they love Pittsburgh is is clicks, man. So they just find stuff. So you guys think that Jameis goes into another situation and he just needs to change the scenery? It depends on the situation. I think Jameis needs to. I don't think no team really. I mean, backup. Yes, backup quarterback. I can see him being a backup. More than a backup. But as far as starting, I don't see any team that would start him. I disagree. Yeah, I do. That wouldn't just rather draft. The Giants are going to draft their own QB. Not 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 in this up and coming. The draft. Giants are the Giants are done with science projects. They try to they try to uh, put together Eli and and have some type of equation for him to be successful. It doesn't work. They need they just trying to get their own. But Jameis is still a young enough quarterback that He's can learn. Man. Exactly, he's still a young enough quarterback that can learn under the right leadership and guidance. We're like, not saying franchising it. Yeah, we're, we're not. We're not saying. Then that, if you ain't saying franchising, I don't want to deal with him. But no, 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 but, but 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 the thing is, is that Case he can Keenan win. Kirk Cousins, exactly. He he not, can win. Not the New York. New York wants a winner. We're just saying he, he can, can go win. for another team. He yeah. can win. Look, let, let, let's be honest, right? Like, I've broken down quarterbacks and the type of quarterbacks that there are in the league, right? Jameis is one of those guys that needs weapons. He the needs, Giants got weapons. He needs, we- he needs the he, – everything just has to go right for him. He needs he, – he hasn't found his Jimbo Fisher in the NFL. Yep. The Jimbo Fisher that will grab him by the helmet. Yep. And be like, yo, you need to get your shit together. That's what he needs. Yep. And he he I got a lot of faith in James, but I, I do, I, I do. It, it's just, but we, I, we no, all we all agree that he's over in Tampa. Oh yeah, but the thing, it's not that I have a whole bunch of faith. I it's don't just think that so. But I don't think I don't think it's over for him. I still think he has time to turn it around. So it's not like I'm. Oh yeah, he's just going to be great. No, nah, he has to have the right situation. He has the right and, coach, and he's still young enough to to to, to turn his career around. It's just the right situation. We don't know what it is yet. I don't think he's over in in, in Tampa. I think. They'll. He has one more year. You tripping? He has one more year. I think he already. He I is think they've the already done. Done. Don Cheeto done deal. I think they've <laughs> already extended him for that fifth year. They think they picked up the option. I don't think so. I thought I heard they picked up the option. Why would I'll they check. do that? Why wouldn't they? Because it's cheaper to pick up the option than to resign them. Yeah, why they don't, they? I think they're gonna let them go. Nah, it's possible, you, you, or it trade them, or try to trade them. You can't. You can't let go of talent like that, man. Not, not at the quarterback not, position. Not yet. He'll get one more year. Cutter's going to make a decision to save his job, but I think they're going to move on for cut from Cutter first. And then, oh, 14th. I Damn. He made 14 hey, three man, quarters. Them boys scored 92 in the first half, bro. That doesn't I, make any sense. But I think they're going to get rid of Cutter first. Cut, the Cutter hasn't worked. He hasn't he, – Jameis has not flourished under Dirk Cutter, and that's why they kept him around. That's why they fired Lovey Smith. Yep. So we can't always look at just Jameis because that's why you were hired, and we we pick, we chose you, bro, and you're not doing your job. You know. So let me see if they picked up their options. So that's what I'm. Look, let let me ask you guys this while while I'm looking at that. Uh, Tom Montgomery um, uh, apparently was having a fit on the sideline. They told him to take a knee. You're down by two. You got Aaron Rodgers, and this fool come out. And not only did he come out of the damn end zone, he fumbled the damn ball. Would you release him? Uh, she would I release him? Yeah, just because he he. I don't know. Actually, I, would I don't let know. His ass go. I would release him just for the fact that he has not given you any team like 
anything to go off of. Like he was right. a receiver. He was like a third string receiver anyway. Then he became a third string running back. So it's not like he's helping your team. And then on top of that, he cost you a big game against the number one team in the league right now, which I possibly could have. Uh, at least, I mean, a field goal to Aaron Rodgers ain't nothing. It's nothing. So, it, that, that, and it was a two-minute drill. Exactly. Like, it was just it, for, for, for Mr. Magic. Yeah, you know it was going to go down. Yeah, so Aaron I, was going to get them I can, see, I can see them letting them go. But at the same time, it was also a great defensive play. Because if he doesn't fumble, it's, we're, but, we're talking yeah, about a whole but, new but, game. But it's about the decision. Yeah. It's not yeah. the fumble. We, we the don't decision. care about that. We, yeah, this is, yeah, it was a great play. We know that. No, he, had, he had opportunity to save himself. Just stay your ass in yeah, the, just, just, yeah. Or just letting the ball go, look, not look, even be, touching be, because, it. Because here's the thing, right? Like, when, when you're playing on a team, regardless if it's football, basketball, mm-hmm. if it's sports, and you know that you got the guy on your team, all you got to do is give him the opportunity. And what he did by making that decision is not giving your guy the opportunity to win the game because you was trying to do it yourself. Yep, because you mad because they took you out for a series. You said it. You are, you are, you are a marginal player on this team. It's Devontae Adams. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Maybe and Jimmy. What is, and Jimmy yeah. Graham. Jimmy Maybe. Graham. But they're not even using him right. Yeah. If you're Mike McCarthy, you're struggling. You're winning games. You, Aaron Rodgers is LeBron in the NFL. He, he's winning games for Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Could, could Mike get fired after that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think they're about done with him. Yeah, because but you know, but I I think that the organization has to take a hard look at themselves because absolutely look, I, and, and I understand they haven't had very high draft picks because they're always in the playoffs, right? Like you got Aaron Rodgers, you you know you you're not gonna finish with a top three draft pick. It is what it is. However, they have not been able to truly supply the type of talent offensively or defensively. I can't for I, them to be better. I can't even I can't even give you the excuse as far as like. They pick low in the draft because we've been seeing a lot of players come out late. So it's, so it's still on 1,000%. them as far as scouting. Yeah, it is. They haven't it drafted is. well at all. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's another reason why I, that, him so, fumbling was another reason why I said he should have left. He could be. That's the guy I wanted in New York. If anything, if he was of a free course, <laughs> anybody wants Aaron Rodgers. If he, he could have been a free agent. That's why saying that. Uh-huh. You got an agenda. You pushing. Hey, I'm, Nick, I'm, Nick it's Bayless. Too, it's, <laughs> it's too late now. It's uh, now. Nah, if I was Skip Bayless, I would be hating Aaron Rodgers right now. But no, it's now too late now. Your own agenda. <laughs> I'm just saying he he had a, he had a chance to leave that situation, and they keep proving him wrong every time for staying. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy, man, he's, Mike he's can, just the average coach. McCarthy could actually go to Cleveland. I can see that happening. Mm-mm. Baker needs somebody better than that. I, I don't think McCarthy is a bad coach. I just think he's he's not a coach that can train young talent and have you is, know he can't have it. He's not a uh, have it elite? all coach. Is he an elite coach? No. Is he good? He, he's top ten. He's he's good to above average. Yeah, I think he's and, it's, and it's mostly because of his quarter out like. Mostly because of his quarterback. He had, he his was under Brett, he had Brett Favre too, didn't he? Did he? Did he go that far back? I don't. Think I don't so. remember. I could have sworn he had Brett Favre too, or like but, the latter, latter half of Brett. Favre. But yeah, I would I would definitely get rid of Ty Montgomery because Mike McCarthy he has to show that um, that you just can't be disobeying my orders, bro. Um, and you know it's just funny, like the it's just I just I don't know. I'm sorry, I can't help it, but just imagine if that was Tomlin. But all people are saying is, oh, you just took the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hand. You didn't give him a chance to win. If that was Tomlin, oh, you have no control over your, your players. No, some, some leadership. people are saying that. Some people are saying that McCarty has no control over his players. Mm-hmm. That's why they're saying they're calling for his job already. Well, yeah. I think it's because he's I think, underperformed. I, 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 think, I think it's about time. Yeah, I never yeah, think and it's and about what time. does it say about the Packers? Like, 
their schedule doesn't get any easier. I don't think. No, nah. nah, it doesn't. But they'll 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 be fine. Well, they're, man. well, they're lucky because the Vikings <laughs> keep Kirk Cousins is who he is, man. He's he's a five hundred quarterback. Tony Romo, yeah, part two. He really that is. was worse than Romo. Well, actually, nah, he, they, they he, he's Romo. They should have kept Case Keenum at this nah, point. They no, should've. They no, should've. No, 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 come no, on, no. come on. They should have. That's look, what I'm saying. Make an Kirk, argument why. What's Case doing in Denver? Nothing. Alright. He but, was better in Minnesota. But but okay. But but he, but here's the thing though, right? Like Kirk still gets numbers. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? Okay. So we we cause so cause you brought up the so, whole argument with why Jameis because mm-hmm. numbers, like num- numbers with Kirk don't mean nothing. We, they but, have but, Super Bowl expectations. But, but all I'm saying is that Kirk is still better than Case Keenum, though. He's still an Not upgrade. Not that much better. But he's still an upgrade, yes? I, I do. So you're yes. agreeing but with But you're me. paying a lot for a barely I understand. upgrade. No, it's FIFO's a quarterback. Right. FIFO's right. It's yeah. a quarterback. It, it, you pay that much because it's the position. The upside with Kirk is higher than it is with Case. You can go further with Kirk. I'm not saying that he's the end-all, be-all. I'm not saying that. But all I'm saying is he's an upgrade to Case Keenum. They should have got, got the side chick of the NFL. Um, Smith. Alex Smith. And honestly, the defense have regressed in. in, in they have. So. They, they, Alec, Alex, the Smith would, Alex Smith would that be. That man just a, know how to win, bro. He would take. He, he, would, he would take the, that Vikings team to a definitely deep in the playoffs. Yeah. He just know how to win. I don't you, know what it is about. What, what he don't turn the ball over. That's and that's the main and and what is Kurt? That's the yeah. whole reason why you say he has that Romo syndrome. Exactly. It's it's not if it's when. Alex Smith, you see him throw, turn the ball over. It's usually off of a deflection or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. It, it's rarely his fault. Is rarely his. Now nah, he's not going any sneaky athletic. So even what what he does what he doesn't have in terms of arm talent, he makes up with his feet. So that that that's the thing, man. Look, there's a whole bunch of different ways to win in the NFL, mm-hmm. and I feel that you could win with Kirk. You can win with Alex Smith. There's a whole bunch of. I think you could win with Jameis. There's a whole bunch of quarterbacks you could win with. It's just what's the situation Can around you win them? With Blake Bortles. No, you never could have won. With what, but, but, but you, I but, think you could have early. But but you know what though? Like this last game, because we saw a lot of this last game. They should have drafted Lamar. No, that's too much of a project. L- Lamar is like three years away so from actually over, seeing over. Uh, so you you're telling me? I don't think Lamar is a as big of a project as people think he is. I don't. I agree with you there, but. They've won with Blake. I could see why there's. They didn't win. Different. They didn't win when they need like Lamar. He but, makes up a lot for what Blake but, is doing. But but here's the thing though, Lamar Jackson can. I, I don't think he can consistently throw for 250 plus passing yards every game. Right now, he, right now he Today. doesn't. He doesn't need to. He can be like a poor man's cam where you could throw for what a buck eighty and then but, run for but, fifty but, but he, or but he, sixty. But he don't have Cam's arm talent well, nor his size. You like like to me the reason why I say that Lamar he can throw Jackson. The rock. He can throw. He, he can physically ac- ac- throw. And if you're talking about, and to me, it's only about accuracy. And then we say, no, 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 no. It's way beyond accuracy. And no, that, I'm saying like, I'm saying, that's like, the point I I'm saying he to. can throw, but as long as if he's not accurate, it doesn't matter. But if he's like, if he's on point with his targets, he can do a lot of stuff that Cam can do. Here's the thing: he can't take the hits, but he can he can he, run. No, I, the reason why I say that Lamar is a is a big time project right now is because of progression, L- reading the field, and how quick. All of those decisions have to have. He's not ready for that. And I'd rather see Lamar take two or three years to develop than go out there right now and fail. Exactly. Because because Lamar Lamar, and, and I'm not saying that he is at this talent level, but he's Tebow esque. 
where you have to strip down the offense to its bare bones and be like, it's this or that, and that's it. And what happens to defenses? They know if it ain't this one, it's gonna be that one, yeah. and they can and they can jump on that. And then he's gonna have to rely too much on his athletic ability. Mm-hmm. And he was great in college with that. He can't outrun these guys like that. Mm-mm. He can't turn the corner. <clears throat> we saw it in preseason, right, where he went to take off and run, and linebackers and linemen are chasing him down. Mm-hmm. He ain't my Vic. So, so because yeah. of that, that's the reason why I don't want to see him play right now because I think it's going to harm him more. I think it's better to save him and let him develop before you put him out there and then people start picking him apart yep. and then he can't get back into the NFL because he, I, I think he could be he could be this era's Vince Young. But at the same time, with that defense – And Jeff Fisher fell Vince Young too. He did, big time. With that defense and if they, if they would have – well, I can't say if. But with that defense – Lamar would be in a lot better. Like he would put that p- team in a lot more better positions than Bortles has. Just off his and, and then and then right. once Fournette gets back, he would like you don't have to rely upon him to throw it down the field that much too, because then you're getting at least a hundred yards from him. Like you, you're not asking that much. That's why I said they should have drafted Lamar because he could have fit in perfectly. Because you're not going to ask him to do too much, but, but here, and the but stuff the he thing. does will help you extend plays. Regardless of whoever drafted Lamar, he wasn't going to play year one, right? Regardless, yeah. So 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 would you rather have Lamar or Bortles right now? Today? Today. I'd take Bortles. I would too. Be- because, look, Bortles has had a couple of four- look, listen, listen, he's had a couple four hundred yard passing games. Lamar Jackson would not sniff four hundred yards. But that's number one. You, Hold on, you, let me that's number one. Number two, I was watching this last game. And the reason why I was watching the last game, <clears throat> when I came in to do Dead in Hip Hop, they was actually doing the podcast for um The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. So I actually got to watch a little bit of the game. I don't watch that show. And Blake Bortles, it wasn't it wasn't his fault. A lot of wide receivers were dropping passes. They were fumbling. He was getting the ball on time and on target. But there was a very interesting stat that I pointed out to Ken that they that they put out there. Two and a half seconds or under, Blake Bortles was extremely accurate. And his passer rating was 108. Any play that was extended beyond two and a half seconds, his passer rating plummeted to 65, and his completion percentage was like in the 40s. So what does that say? Right, That's very interesting, right, when you look at the better, the best quarterbacks in the league. When you're looking at Aaron Rodgers, when you're looking at Mahomes, when you're looking at Tom Brady, when you're looking at all Matt Ryan, all of them, the more time they get, the easier it is to pick you off, right? <clears throat> But with Blake Bortles, it's the complete opposite. And to me, that's in that game. I can't say every game, and I'm not saying Blake Bortles is Jesus. He's not a savior at all. But in that game, his wide receivers let him down. And let's be honest. You have you have to have talent because Blake Bortles is one of those quarterbacks. You got to put weapons around him. You, they got to help him out. You can't you can't leave him out there to dry. And I feel this last game and a lot of games, his offensive weapons have let him down. And when he had Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, I mean, he, he was putting up numbers. He still was turning the ball over, but he was still able to produce on the field. They just didn't have the other pieces. And no Fournette. So but And that stuff, that's a lot of pressure on, yeah. on Bortles right now. Now Lamar Jackson in year two or three? Yes. Over Blake Bortles? One thousand percent. One thousand percent, I give you that. Gotcha. But, but today, but it's, nah. well, I'm just saying, if not now, then when? Because this season is going to be a wash. 
They're not going to do anything this season. It is what it is. Yeah, they committed it's, to it, We already know it's between the Pats and the Chiefs. But they far, thought they uh, were going to. And the Steelers. To, right, but they thought they were going to yeah, do something this because season. because of what? The QB. And to me, it's like, I'd rather. Well, no, 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 no. What, what, what was the identity of that team? Running the ball in defense. Exactly. No, I'm saying they thought they were going to win because they thought we can. They had the guy. They, we, they thought we can at least. He's not going to mess it up that bad but he, they, for us to win. But, but here's the thing. Blake Bortles is good enough. To win with Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. They did it last year. I'm, I'm not saying he's the franchise. Oh, you know, he's going to be here 10, 20 years. He's, no. But he's good enough to win with Blake Bortles. Fournette. No Fournette, man. We, we, that's big. Yeah. I, I want to see I want to see the record with and without him. Cause I think Look at last year. He was a rookie last year. That was his rookie season? I, I thought so. that was, nah, his that was, was the second year. This is his third year. Yeah. Damn, is it? Yeah, because yeah, they extended him. Man, these years are running together. <laughs> yeah. Look, real quick. Yes, um, they did pick up Jameis' fifth-year option. This was actually back in April. So, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, nah, he's good. He's good, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to. You got to. Yeah. And that was – that was Cheap talent. Yeah. That Cheap was, talent. Well, I think it's more do, to do with the number one overall pick. Not so much draft capital. Nick. When you have draft – that's what I'm saying, like – you got you talking about GM put the GM hat back not on when he, you put that much draft capital on a, I never uh, especially take it off. a QB. Not if he sucked. Not if he sucked. Well, he been sucking. Nick, nah. this was in last April. year, April 2017. So remember what I told you. Yeah, he, had, he improved every year. Yeah, and this was up a, until this and, year, and this was the year for him to prove right. Like, but that what I'm saying extension. at the time they picked up his option, the data showed that he improved. This year he's taking a back seat. You know he's 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 going in the other well, other direction. Now I can understand why they did that because right. if he balled out this season, they was going to have to pay him a lot more. Oh, they might be getting over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they might get lucky. They was like if he balled out this season, they was going to have to pay a lot more instead of just yeah. that fifth I mean, year option because which you they can negotiate still. Because you didn't have 2018. I mean, yeah, you didn't have 2018 to look at to yeah. say should we not pick up his option. You had, you know, his previous three years, so it makes sense. So now they just got to figure this thing out. He got one more year. Cheap talent, which is why professional sports has to have a draft. Because Jameis, again, like I said, I think he's better than a third of the quarterbacks in the league, and you're paying him a rookie wage. That's 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 value. There's value in that to have a extremely talented guy. Like like look at Russell Wilson. What was it, about four or five years ago when he was a rookie, mm-hmm. third fourth round pick? They was paying this man like less than a million dollars, and they paid him that for two almost three years. That's value that's in that. Years, yeah. There's value in that. So even though you may not be the best, you still cheaper. You're pretty dang good. They 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 gonna pick up them options. They may not resign you now. That that, yeah. that that's a whole different that's a whole different type of conversation. But we're gonna pick up that option. Yep. Yeah. So we'll 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 see. I'm trying to see if it's And you know what, man? Demar is doing the damn thing. I was gonna say that too. Remember He's I doing the damn that's thing. That's why I said I was four for four. Remember I said I came into the season, I was like, Hey, look at what Demar does in San Antonio and he is doing he might be M V P conversation if he keep playing the way he is. Damn, my Lakers though, struggling. <laughs> Who they lose to this time? <laughs> Minnesota. Timberwolves, 11 total blocks tonight. And oh my goodness, Jimmy Butler! Are you kidding me? Minnesota. Did you see that? Did you see the starting lineup? Minnesota ain't right. No, they, I didn't see the they went big. They for the went, Lakers yeah, or Minnesota? They, no, for the Lakers. They started their lineup with Lonzo, LeBron, Kuzma, Ingram, McGee. Luke is done. 
Why? <laughs> Luke is done, bro. Lonzo had four points, one rebound, one assist. Rondo coming off the bench at 13, 6, and 8. Luke is done, I'm just man. saying. Luke, Luke is done. I'm just saying. <laughs> That 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 that's one game because Lonzo that's two has, games. There's two but, games. Rondo is I outplayed him coming off the bench. All I know is, and that's the reason why that's the reason why I said Rondo needs to play off the bench. He's but he's he's bodying his stats though. Well, but but what about the what about the games that Lonzo bodied his stats? What what game was that? The one game the one game that it was in Phoenix. Look, we can we against can the worst that. team we, in the NBA. We'll, we'll debate that. Worst uh, team? They are definitely not tomorrow. the worst team. They were the number one pick. That um, means they were the worst team in the NBA. But they're not the worst team this year. This year ain't over yet. But they're not the worst team. I'm so, saying they were playing against last year's worst team in the NBA. But that's last year. This year is Phoenix. Phoenix. And they weren't the worst team because they didn't have the worst record. If you're number one pick, you a horrible team. That's all right. But you know that's well, the why Lakers there's a lottery. No, I'm saying there's a lottery, but you got to be bad to get more balls to get up there, right? They I understand tanking. that. However, this year, let's be honest. DeAndre Ayton's the real deal. Devin Booker's the real deal. I'm not. They are not the worst team. Not, in the NBA. I'm not disagreeing. I, I, I can I can but name about three other teams worse than them. The Hawks. Yep. Shout the Hawks out, are the worst team. Shout out to Trey Young beating Doncic. And I still um, I still love the Hawks. They still yeah. they're still a watch, even though they're bad. Um, <laughs> well, we know Deshaun Jackson will not be traded uh, since he has to be traded. You know, Hell selfishly not, he got he got his quarterback back. So selfishly, he yep. Because Fitzpatrick. Well, he got his numbers le- yesterday too. But yeah, he, just, he, he just won his own. Go- well, he got his numbers yesterday. Uh, Jameis caught him uh, on that deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, you you cry, and all of a sudden you get the ball thrown your way, but. Um, but Fitzpatrick is, is the starter now. He was named the starter, so we'll see. He so got he playing so, a hot Carolina team. We'll see what he do. So now for show, Deshaun Jackson is happy because whenever Fitzpatrick was was the quarterback, he got the ball thrown his way. I don't know what was going on. Maybe I don't know, man. We could debate that forever. But I got yeah, one more thing. FIFA, tell me if I'm wrong in a, a this mm-hmm. or not. Is uh, Demar Derozan the best? mid-range shooter in the NBA right now. Oh yeah. He's been that for a minute. That ain't nothing new. Okay. I was just I was just no, making sure I wasn't new. bugging because I'm like and he's but he's the only Yeah. Yeah, he's the only <laughs> he's the only one who still cares about mid range. Him and Melo are the only ones that still care about mid range. Everybody else shooting threes. And yeah. You you know you, look, I think if we look at almost all of the trades in like the last at least ten years. That's the most even. Yes. It it, it is even. because 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 it's kind of like you almost traded a version of of the same player, right? Because Kawhi, I think Kawhi's overall better than Demar, like his little brother. You just got his little brother, yeah. You know, and, and, but it's kind of like they, they their games are so similar that they were just interchangeable, and I think that it actually benefited both teams because the Spurs have not had outside of David Robinson have not had a more athletic person than Demar Derozan. He's been their their second or arguably their their most athletic. What about player. Kawhi? You want to consider Kawhi athletic? I think Demar is more athletic than than Kawhi. Really? I think he's more explosive, hmm. better jumper, better leaper, uh, more stop and go, more um, more more um, what kind of moves do I want to say? What kind of adjective do I want to use to describe it? He 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 just he has more flair to his game than Kawhi does. Kawhi is more methodical. Not saying that Kawhi ain't got no bounce. Ka- Kawhi is strong. He's like country strong, but he but he don't have explosion. When you watch Kawhi, do you do you just see him go? Nah, 
He dunk on you, but he's dunking on you with power. Demar go over you. Yeah, he's that finesse strength type of player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I like him. Nah, I, I, I like the fit him for both for both players. Malcolm Butler has sucked this year, by the way, for everybody. You know, oh, we've been through that. He's a system. Uh, yeah, but remember everything about, oh, you bench Malcolm Butler. Yeah, well, maybe that was a reason. Um, I'm just, and we, we can close this out. Um, I'm just kind of going through uh, Bleacher Report, looking at uh, the Tennessee Titans feed, searching for Marcus Mariota, a bust. Marcus Mariota, a major bust. Mm, don't see it yet. Not Damn, yet. Not it's major. Major. It's, yeah, he's, mm, they he, call Winston a major bust. You, you know what was funny? Me and my brother, he's on number the way one. Here, we were talking. Mario was number two, bro. Nobody yeah. cares about. Nobody talks about number two. Is just as 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 much as they do number ones. Come but, on. But when you, when you have a quarterback oh, that's man. drafted one and two, then yes, because they're tied together. And they were debating. I know exactly. Just like we we don't, but you don't. Uh, we don't talk about RG three as much as we talk about Andrew Luck. Because RG three flamed out and yes, exactly we did. we did for the first three years. We did. Everybody did. You're the second but, quarterback. Come on. But, but, he, but here, here, here's the thing. I thought he should have been first. Do, do, do you think that if you swap those quarterbacks, right, you put Jameis in mm. Tennessee, you put Mariota in Tampa Bay, are you in a, still in the same situation in both organizations? My vote is yes. That is an interesting question. I say same situation. I don't know. Actually, I think – I actually think I prefer – I might have preferred Winston in Tennessee – than in Tampa Bay. Yeah, but Tennessee hasn't been all that better. With, look at the talent they have. They don't even have mm-hmm. – they have no talent. Well, they have talent. They don't have no coaching. Like, they're bad, man. But we don't ever talk about Mariota, the number two. Well, second. nobody talks about the Titans anyway like that anyway. But he's the second pick of the draft. But they, he's in Tennessee. You know what? And, and it started out – That's like one of – that's probably the worst market But in you know NFL. what it was? When they wanted to put Winston down, they talked about Mariota. Oh, look at Mariota balling. That's all you saw was Mariota should have been the number one pick. You remember? That's all they were saying. No, I, I always said Jameis should have been number one because he he won. I mean, he when you ever, whenever you're coming off of a national championship, you as a quarterback and you and he led that game winning drive in love with him his freshman yeah, year. That that game winning drive in the championship, like you, you oh, obviously man. number one. Ice yeah. water. I fell in love with we him. Watch that. And and maybe I'm still holding on to that. But I fell in love with Jameis his freshman year. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. I was like, oh yeah. So well, when he be, yeah, when you beat Alabama, ooh, yeah, I was I, like, I, man, that that's that's the same thing that's with Cam new. when yeah, he was Cam, in Auburn. I fell in love. We with saw Cam. it. Like, well, I, I love Cam because he he self made, built his way up from what is it, JUCO all the way up to mm-hmm. yeah. Auburn. Most of the black quarterbacks I like pan out, man. I, I, <laughs> they do, they do, <laughs> they do. But um, but all I'm saying is, I I I, I like to point out these things on this show because we're a black show. And I think the way the media covers black athletes matter. And when they wanted to put Jameis Winston down, they always use Mariota. And they were always linked because there was the debate who's first or who's second. Mm -hmm. And when Mariota was performing well, it was like, see, he should have been the number one pick. Mariota's better, this, that, and other. Now that Mariota's failing, you know, and can't stay on the field, nobody's calling him a bust yet. I think I may have seen one story. But – Mariota doesn't generate clicks. So anyway, but um, but yeah, Fitzpatrick's back. So we're we're about to see now. Everybody coming at me on Twitter. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, they lit me up. So I'm like, see, thank you, Nick, for telling the truth about Jameis Winston. Man, y'all shut the fuck up. Hey, I'll be preaching. <laughs> you get this service every every Thursday. <laughs> Do you see Lucas numbers? 
Finally. He's been thirty one but look at the efficiency. Eleven out of yeah, eighteen, nah, eight good. rebounds for assists. Hey, those those are the white boys. They know how to shoot. All right, that's gonna do it for us. We'll catch you guys next time. We out peace. <laughs>